Welcome back to the Business in Games podcast. I'm your host, Chris Mayer-Smith, and this episode is brought to you by PLE Computers. In this show, we chat about anything gaming and tech, tackling the big and small business topics. Episode 009 with MLO Russo ended our Season 1 of Business in Games, and we've had a bit of hiatus, as you've probably noticed. But don't worry, we're back soon with an all-star-studded Season 2. In the meantime, I'm here to wrap up a bit about what we learned in Season 1 and also let you know what's been happening behind the scenes with Business and Games and what we've been planning over the break. Looking back at Season 1, a lot of people ask me what my favourite episode was and a real answer would be, I don't know. We saw a lot of different people from Episode 1 to, to Episode 9. We saw, you know, 001 with Tech City, uh, Aussie Larrikin of tech content creation, you know, struggling to make it work in the scene. We saw that absolutely blindsided by Cam, who's working at Gizmodo as the editor there in a, you know, a journalistic capacity once again, but something completely different. And then we really ramped it up right at the end there with 009 with MLO Russo. And she provided some great top level insights into, you know, how a CEO sees the scene, someone who's worked in kind of, dare I say, traditional um, traditional mediums, which is a term that she didn't enjoy too much, um, or coming across to the tech side and understanding, you know, this new wave of, yes, influencers are a thing that are here to stay. Yes, social media is a thing that's here to stay and something that really needs to be paid attention to. I'm not making the, you know, Lambo cash or anything like that. I'm just struggling. Like, I'm not, you know, someone down at the supermarket's probably making more money than me at the moment. That snippet you just heard there is episode 001 of the big podcast, Brian B. from Tech City. That one resonated quite well with me, I think, across all of the episodes. You know, listening to them, you notice that everybody talks about passion. Passion is number one. Um, keeping them going in this scene. It's it's a developing industry. It's not something that you can easily make a quick buck in and, and those people who try to do often falter out quickly and, and kind of fade off into the mist. So, you know, looking back at Brian, that episode is brilliant for anyone looking to start up their own YouTube channel, to start up their own content creation business, whether it be in technology or whether it be, you know, a Let's Play YouTube or anything like that because there are some great points and the two that it really comes down to is the passion and also the monetization of YouTube. You know, he covers things like the struggles of making money on YouTube, diversifying your portfolio of income streams and, you know, identifying that it's really not always as easy as it looks on the surface and, you know, another great quote from him is, all the stuff you see on the camera, that's the easy part. So these guys who are struggling with some legitimacy, you know, struggling to make it work, but ultimately absolutely loving their job because, you know, it's something that can get them up in the morning. It's something that can keep them coming back. And, and they're, you know, managing to make, in Brian's case, a full-time living off this and do this. So, you know, he's able to keep driving over all of these years. You know, he's lived in two different countries making these tech videos back in Australia now, obviously. And putting his own flavor on things. So, you know, that would probably be what I'd identify as one of my favorite casts of the Business in Games Season 1. And, you know, it's going to be hard to top that in Season 2, but I'm sure we're going to be able to. Well, I've been lit on fire. I've been tattooed. I've been hit. I've been covered in shit. So I think that's the best way to describe it. 
Chad, aka Anything for Views, has got to be the most unique participant in the Business in Games Season 1. You know, This was episode 002, and you listened to him in the soundbite just then. And once again, you know, someone who takes a lot of passion behind what they do, but is what you'd almost call a shock jock of the influencer or content creation world. You know, he brought up a lot of his things about how he has some issues with being not brand friendly. Um, you know, how do you make money off your fans, considering the importance of diversifying your income streams and also balancing your life between content and the outside world. But, you know, paying attention to collaborations is, I think, one of the main things that that I took away from this. Uh, he talks a lot about his work with Max Mofo. You know, we've seen him in recent videos with iDubs. He's gone over to the US uh, to spend some time with content creators like Sia of a similar nature to Chad. And, you know, it's it's an episode that I think is worth listening to if A, you're a fan of anything for views, but B, if you're looking to create a YouTube channel or maybe take yourself to the next level. You know, if you're sitting there, 5,000, 10,000 subscribers thinking, you know, how can I help boost myself up a little bit more? Someone like Anything for Views, while, you know, at face value might seem a bit weird, uh, left of feeling out there, has a very good mind for these kind of content creation meetups, whether it be in Australia or all over the world. And, you know, he's doing a great job of it. He's been catching up with Ice Poseidon, who's, you know, one of the or the biggest IRL streamer in the world. And those kind of things have been very, you know, very good for growing his audience. And, you know, some other things to learn from this is you don't always need to have a solid plan to make things work. You just need an idea of what you're wanting to do. You know, keeping your options open is important. Working on networking early is also quite important without, I guess, annoying other YouTubers or content creators and, you know, trying to understand your brand or brand identity. You know, anything for views makes no objections to, to what people call him and he makes it obvious. He doesn't sit in a weird little space where he's not quite sure exactly who he is or what he does, you know. It is what it is and he does what he does and he you know granted does it quite well so you know that's another episode that's great to go back and listen to in your day-to-day job you might be responsible for only certain certain aspects of the business whereas in esports right now it's kind of more of a a very hands-on and like i said multiple hats and you know you're doing different things you're handling marketing you're handling teams you're handling talent you're handling commercial um it's just a really big mix at the moment you know and you know like esports is it's 24-7. It, it really is. It's it's not like you're a regular job where, you know, it's 8.30 to 5. It's 9 to 5. It's, it's, it has its own hours. It's, it's eSports hours. Skipping forward now to episode 006, the founder and CEO of Tainan Mines, Sav, a.k.a. Nick, talked a lot about where eSports is at today. You know, investment is probably the biggest word in esports on on the tip of everybody's tongue on everybody's lips right now we're seeing here in australia you know most teams have been either privately invested or bought into by sporting teams over in the u.s it's going crazy right now dallas cowboys has recently purchased a team we've seen the philadelphia 76ers a year or two ago buy into dignitas who are based out of the uk uh, team liquid are opening up their own training facility and even shaquille o'neal owns his own slice of a team so I thought that getting someone on like Nick is is very important to kind of talk about, I guess, the state of play and talk about how he sees investment and where things goes. You know, investment being hot in esports right now, Nick kind of warned the audience to say, look, 
Make sure you understand fully what you're getting into and how it can pan out. You know, consider the goods and the bads. Consider whether the person investing in your team has relevant experience in the area maybe or agrees with your mission and vision were some of the kind of topics that he was alluding to or directly bringing up. And he also made sure to mention that it's important to take stock of your local market and that goes for any business and just see how others are, you know, operating around you. But, you know, talking about the avocado toast generation as a lot of the millennials are called and and how those are new to business and esports can learn from traditional minds uh nick had a lot to say about that too so if you're someone who's looking into team investment or just want to learn a little bit more about what team investment actually means or just investment in, in general this is a great episode to to take a look at for someone who has some investment behind them in the past um, and possibly more in the future with the way that Tainer Minds is going right now and and really get in the mind of a, of a traditional business person come esports aficionado and learn about what, what he thinks on all of it. As far as some of my thoughts for this, just make sure that if you're making your own esports team, ask yourself what you can do differently from the rest. And also ask yourself whether you understand what investment means. You know, a recent poll on the Business in Games Twitter showed that a small majority of the people who listen and, and follow us think that they understand what it means. But it's very important to, you know, take stock of this before you try and sell off 50% of your company to someone on Shark Tank, for example. And also understand the pressure and the work involved of owning an organization. It runs a lot deeper than just asking people to tag up. And Nick delves into that quite a lot so once again that is episode 006 of the business and games podcast well worth a listen if you're heavily into esports and especially if you're looking to invest or do some stuff with your own gaming team every piece of advice that someone gives you is, is a piece of advice that somebody learned by making a mistake or avoiding a critical mistake so i would say that um reach out to, to mentors and reach out to people that are key benchmarks um, and put your ego aside basically um your idea isn't special your idea isn't isn't mind you know it's not going to change the world or anything like that until you actually put it to practice Emray is the director of Opaque Space, gives almost a gamer slash philosophical look into business. He's a very brilliant mind and, and someone who's at the helm of a company that's just growing absolutely crazy right now. And I'd, I'd suggest go taking a look at that if you're specifically interested in the Australian market, but also if you've just got a general interest in, in VR and, and game development and technology. You know, he had some, some brilliant comparisons of how Australian governments handle new tech endeavors versus that in Asian countries such as Taiwan. You know, he talks about some of the Taiwanese uh, politicians coming and chatting to him and, and how much more forward thinking he believes they are compared to what we are here. But, you know, if you're looking to emulate something similar to, to what Emre is doing, make sure you consider where your market's heading when entering a new market. Is that somewhere where you want to be? Are you able to change with that? And that's something that is brought up later on in, in episode 009 with Emily Russo as well, understanding the market. And you don't always have to aim to sit at the top to get there. You know, taking Emre's example before, he, he's worked his butt off right from the bottom you know that old drake started from the bottom now we're here and that's something that he did you know he didn't plan to become the director of this company he didn't plan to to be an executive or a ceo from the get-go but by the looks of what he's doing he's definitely on his way there and there's a real common theme here in the way that emray thinks and it seems to boil down to don't trust what's around you as fact and learn things for yourself 
and that works for him because he's a very hands-on learner. You know, it mightn't work perfectly for you, and and I don't want to try to turn myself into a quote machine or him at all. But he's a great person to listen to if you like a scrappy founder, if you like a scrappy leader, and someone who's not. You know, who's someone who's willing to stand up for what he believes in and really work hard to to push forward towards something that he thinks is amazingly cool, and I think it's pretty damn cool too. So, you know, what I got out of this is that learning things for yourself will heavily advance your career no matter what you do. If you're able to get hands-on, if you're able to get in the trenches and, and work with people left, right, and center, it'll build you that experience. It'll build you that wealth of experience and knowledge to to push your own career forwards, to push your own business or whoever you're working with forwards. And that goes hand-in-hand with making sure you understand your market. The traveling and connections that Emre has no doubt helps increase his knowledge and his wealth of experience. And VR is not dying. VR isn't dead. And VR is quite possibly the future. And we cover that topic directly uh, and in depth in episode 007 of the podcast. As a company, what do I measure success on? I mean, ultimately, I learned a very long time ago that to grow a company, what you actually do um, or how to do it, the secret is you know, hire the absolute best people you can and then grow them. And if you grow people, you grow your company. Last but definitely not least is our cracker of an ending episode. Emilo Russo, the CEO of Digivisor and the recently announced Go to Game. Bringing her wealth of experience to this episode, you know, Emma talks a lot about things at a little bit of a high level, I guess, compared to some of our others. You know, she echoed Emre's concerns from episode 007 with some issues on the lax Australian government when it comes to tech and, you know, how the Chinese market is very possibly the future of a lot of these industries. And and also, I found it interesting about how she talked on there's not really such a thing as old business versus new business, as, as a lot of people allude to. It's just successfully following the market or not. There's no, no such thing in her eyes as kind of that traditional tech versus new tech. Tech. Traditional tech being maybe um, IT in schools, you know, IT in in hospitals and health, and the new tech being this kind of influencer social media range. And you know, that's something that she's obviously across both of them, and she believes very strongly that you know, following your market is important to success, and many people would agree with her. Another person who didn't specifically plan to hold the title of CEO, you know, Emma encourages people to think about how they're adding value to their business rather than what their job title is. Don't think of yourself as, say, just a social media manager. Think about you as someone who's part of a company and as someone who's trying to add value and that's how you can work higher. You know, in this episode, we not only discussed about Emma and how she does business and how she sees things, but also how she sees her employees as a CEO, how she wants them to add value to the business and how they can help themselves rise up the ranks while also growing the business at the same time. So, you know, if you're someone who's looking to be in a CEO role like Emma or, you know, just increase your current salary package, this is a great thing to listen to, a great episode. And putting things into perspective is very important, as she was talking about. You know, she she talked about how her and her family jumped in a car and drove around Australia for a period of time, and and afterwards was when she decided to make Digivisor. She was able to sit back and reflect on her life and and pick out where she wanted to go. And you know, she identified throughout this too about how success is calculated. 
Um, you know, there's a couple of snippets from there that you can take a look through and, and learn a lot more about this one. You know, there's not too much more to say about this podcast than really just go and listen to it. There's so much high-level discussion. I learned so much as the host of Business in Games. You should definitely go and listen. But some of my thoughts and the main things I learned from this is you don't have to aim for a job title. You should focus on yourself, your worth to the company, and categorize it as how am I adding value. That's something that Emma talks about a few times. And she also talks a lot about how she likes to employ particular types of people. Make sure you consider the ideas of old media and business versus new media and business. Is it such a thing or is it just a failure to innovate? And as Emma said, influencers really are the future. They're not a bubble. You know, people love to, to buy things off people they trust or, or like to buy things that are suggested by people they trust. As a business person yourself, have you thought about integrating popular people within your community towards what you're currently working on? Maybe you should. You know, maybe you should look at doing a small influencer campaign, whether it's $50 for a tweet for someone with a few thousand followers or whether you've got a larger budget and you're able to integrate a full product launch with an influencer. It's something to take note of and something that Emma would definitely champion. As we say down here in Australia, it has been a ripper of a first season of the Business Engage podcast. Thank you to each and every listener for tuning in over the first nine episodes. And I really hope you learn a thing or two about what the guests have to say. Coming up next is season two, featuring a star-studded and slightly more international guest list. So keep your eye peeled on social media for any future announcements. Those social media channels being at Business in Games on Twitter or facebook.com forward slash business in games. As for what we have coming up, we will be continuing our live Australian meet and greets. If you're in Victoria or New South Wales in Australia, we do have some meets coming up very soon. And even if you're in Queensland, we're considering a very informal live meet and greet between Christmas and New Year's. So send some messages into our page and let us know. If you want to stay in touch with us directly or you want to discuss anything you've learnt on this, make sure you head over to the Oceania Esports and Gaming Business Group on Facebook. Contact us at Business in Games on Twitter or facebook.com forward slash business in games. Thank you for listening to this episode. And please, if you have someone you are burning that you would love to hear from or any market segments you want to learn a lot more about, make sure you get in touch with us and let us know. We will be posting up before we go live with all of our guests so you can once again get your questions in there. And thank you for listening yet again. This has been Season 1 of Business in Games. This episode of the Business in Games podcast has been brought to you by PLE Computers. Head to ple.com.au to grab yourself any of the latest gaming and technology products or grab yourself a completely pre-built gaming PC.